You're listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast with way too many clothes, boots, and motorcycles already, guys. <laughs> my name my name is Christopher Winter, and I am Jim Davis. Yeah, yeah. please, please quit sending in. <laughs> For God's sake. clothes, boots, and motorcycles. Stop. We're running Stop out of, sending. We're running out of room. Um, look. look. Can you send other goods to Being Jim Davis at P.O. Box 742405, Muncie, Indiana? Sure you can. But stop sending us your clothes, boots, and motorcycles. Okay. Okay. Uh, My name's Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. John, today is Thursday, April 23rd, 1981, we're broadcasting from an unfathomable pile of clothes, boots, and motorcycles. <laughs> We've clawed ourselves to the top to, re- to read the 1040th ever Garfield, a rare palindrome. Mm-hmm. John, it's not a palindrome, but, you know, there's a little bit of a pattern there. I feel it's like not a, it's not of, a palindrome, but it, it is, it is, a, it is a, an infamous tax form, isn't it? Yeah, it's a four. I mean, it's a four-digit number. You're going to fill out a 1040. You're going to fill out a 1040. It's a four-digit number, right? A rare four-digit number. (laughs) And a first-ever four-digit number. Well, it's not not a first-ever, John. But when you think about it, in the universe universe of possible Garfields, think about the Garfield multiverse. All the possible Garfields... There are only what, like nine thousand four-digit number Garfields, right? What? There are only about nine thousand four-digit number Garfields, right? Yeah. So that's that makes them rare when you think I guess of it all does. the I guess it all does. the possible Garfields. Yeah, including like negative number Garfields, irrational Garfields, imaginary Gar- You know. My question for you: What happens in today's Garfield? Are you? Wait, is it uh-huh. the case that there are more Garfields that are that are more more digits? Yeah, like I mean, if I'm saying imagine all possible so, Garfields, John. Oops. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm oh. saying imagine a numbering system of Garfields. Okay, no, that's that extends, different. That's different. Extends, I thought we were referring to natural Garfields. No, no, no. I'm saying the universe of uh, what? What's uh, the real what's the, the real Garfields? No, I think we should include imag- imaginary Garfields. Compound as well. Garfields. Yeah, yeah. The universe of compound Garfields, right? <laughs> Stretching infinitely, you know, in both directions along, like, the integer line, and also all the irrational Garfields, and then also all the uh, imaginary and compound Garfields. I would say four-digit number Garfields are a vanishingly small... Yeah. uh, uh, You know, infinitesimal small. Functionally indistinguishable from zero. And that that makes today's strip, John... A, a Highly, rare, a rare, a very rare <laughs> and exciting, a rare four-digit Garfield. So, what happens in today's Garfield? In today's Garfield, Milton Berle, eat your heart out. 
That's fun. It seems okay. like I've read that before, but who am I to say? It seems like Jim Davis has done this setup before. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, if you've been listening this week, same as always. Garfield, Fence, Moon, audience, uh-huh. faux vaudeville atmosphere. Garfield looks directly at us and thinks, my next song is for all you lovely ladies out there. Maybe, does he think that in a Barry White voice? It's possible. Oh, baby. My next song is for all oh, lovely <clears throat> ladies out there. Yeah, I'm not going to do a Barry White voice. Yeah, it's a uh, weird Barry White yeah. Milton Berle hybrid. Is <laughs> Milton Berle? Were you doing a Milton Berle there? I didn't. I'm not sure what Milton Berle sounds like. <laughs> and yes. Okay. Um, but this is um, definitely romantic Garfield. Sensual Garfield. Yeah. Hashtag sensual Garfield. Mm-hmm. Um, panel two? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, panel two Garfield is now direct. His body is facing the audience directly. Uh-huh. has his arms yep. outstretched. Mm-hmm. And he's thinking, heck with it. Mm-hmm. This is for you ugly ones, too. Yeah. In panel three, Garfield is pelted with a variety of household objects. I'm going to list them now. <laughs> an, an aqua high-heeled shoe. Uh-huh. A purple purse or pocketbook. A flower pot with yellow flowers. An alarm clock. And an apple, which appears to have been flown, thrown not from a great height, but from the ground in front of him. I guess that's true of the pocketbook as well. Does it look like the apple and the alarm clock hit each other instead of Garfield? I mean, it sort of looks like they were on a course to collide with one another. And then maybe because they have opposing forces or something, like they're both positively charged, they yeah. veered off course from one another before colliding. Right, they didn't actually They might both contact. be positively charged. Actually, none of those objects could have hit Garfield. That's a good point, yeah. Because Garfield, <laughs> at this point, is like... It's like he's he's already over upside backwards. down. Yeah. No yeah, motion not, lines on not Garfield. moving quickly enough to generate motion lines. Yeah. it's It doesn't look like he's been... Like, it's supposed to, I think... Supposed to look as if all these articles have slammed into him, Mm -hmm. knocked him over. He's flipped up into the air and is going to crash. But what it looks like is that he's levitating upside down. Yeah, it looks to me like he saw this onslaught coming and he he Uh decided to like do a backflip to get out of the way. And John, I I think it's highly suggestive that what we're seeing is happening in bullet time. Yeah, okay, I was going <laughs> to... You read my mind there. Yeah, there are three onomatopoeias, bap, bop, and then bap again, mm. which mm-hmm. suggests something is hitting something, but yeah, nothing's it actually hitting Garfield. It suggests three impacts. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about the collection of articles being thrown at him? Can we talk about the fact that bap is rendered differently? Which like, which bap? Like okay, so what's weird? Which, which bap? There are two baps, John. Yeah, there's two baps. Mm-hmm. There's okay. There's a ba- there's a bap in in black letters, correct? There's a bop in big thick red letters, uh-huh. and with then a black a, outline. With a black outline, and then there's a bap rendered like the bop. 
Yeah, I, but, but I would say the the red bap is maybe not bold, but it might be italic. Does that yeah. seem fair to you? It's hard to tell because it's... It, it, yeah, I think that it, it is, there is some think, italicization there, but it's also, the word is also coming in at an angle. Yeah, I think the bop is definitely in boldface, though, and that red bap, to me, is not in boldface. It might be italicized. Okay. The, oh, the black bap is definitely italicized. Yeah, but it's say. weird. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know what makes a bap sound and what makes a bop sound, but I... I <laughs> it's hard to know. I assume that the two baps are different since they're rendered differently. They're different sounds, yeah. So... The article's being thrown at Garfield. He's addressing all you lovely ladies out there. Mm -hmm. And then the ugly ones, too. So he's talking to the ladies. Mm -hmm. Some of the articles being thrown at Garfield are stereotypically feminine. The high-heeled shoe, for example. And also, no, also the pocketbook. But some of the articles are, yeah, they're just random stuff. Do you think Jim Davis drew the purse or pocketbook and high-heeled shoe <laughs> and then just gave up? He's like, well, I can't think of anything else that, you know, that signifies femininity. So I'm just going to, you know, I've, I've drawn pe- people throwing flower pots and clocks and stuff at Garfield in the past. I'm just going to fall back on my old standards. So you would have preferred if, like, if the other items had, uh, aside from the, the shoe mm-hmm. and the yep. pocketbook, had been like... A lipstick, some mascara, maybe maybe a copy of nail 50 polish shades of gray. holder. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like an that em- would have at an least emery board. <laughs> I feel like, in some sense, that would have. Look, I don't want to put people in boxes, or Joe. like, or like, or like tampons. I mean, I would have loved that. Yes. That would have been great. That would have been hilarious. Um, I don't want to put people in boxes. I just feel like Jim Davis went halfway down the road of drawing or pardon me not halfway 40 percent down the road of drawing stereotypically feminine objects uh-huh. and then just gave up and he's like well whatever i'll, I'll well, put I an think, apple and a clock in there. i think that's perfectly reasonable i think look you, you're you're in the crowd at a comedy comedy uh, show uh-huh. You throw whatever a, you a, have handy, you know. A, maybe, well, it's a it's a vaudeville show. It's maybe got, it's not just songs. Maybe in There's some not just cases, comedy, John. It's not just comedy. Maybe in John. some cases that that's you know a stereotypically feminine item. Mm-hmm. Maybe it, it's, it's just gonna, throw what you have. Maybe it's just the clock sitting on the on your table. You know, you've naturally brought an alarm clock to the vaudeville show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, here's an interesting point about today's strip. Um, we've speculated Monday through Wednesday that Garfield is just sort of up there living out a fantasy. You know, he's thinking no one can hear him, so no one can hear him. Uh, did we, been no, did we speculate that? Yes. There's been no indication that there's an actual audience, and there's been a whole lot of overtones of, like, meta-commentary, because Garfield is a fiction, and we're reading it, and so we're the audience. But today, within fiction... There are at least five entities watching him, mm-hmm. all of whom have decided to throw things at him. And, the, and a lot of these are human objects, which suggests that there are actually people watching <laughs> his performance and that they can understand, that they can read his thoughts. Usually people can't read Garfield's thoughts. 
Hmm. So what's yeah. going on here? I, and they can't just be reacting to his singing or whatever because he doesn't. He's not do making any, of any that noise. In this yeah, one. he's not yeah. making any noise. There, there's a group of feline tele- telepaths watching or cat whisperers or something watching Garfield, and apparently a lot of them are very sensitive about their appearance. Hmm. Who are these people? <sighs> I, I I don't know, Chris. I feel like this this warrants further examination, and we should keep an eye out for an army of telepathic post-humans in the Garfield universe. Are they like I, the people in, in Beneath the Planet in plan, of the Apes? Yeah, yeah, Beneath the Planet okay. of the Cats, yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, what other conclusion can, am I to draw, John? They're like the people in Beneath the Planet of the Apes, the, uh-huh. the post-humans, only they're wearing high-heeled shoes and carrying <laughs> pocketbooks and flower pots. Yeah. And they're very sensitive about their appearances. They, and they only eat apples. Apparently, they only eat apples, and they're very on time. They've got that clock there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I think that's okay. I think we're, we're basically uh, <clears throat> basically done here. Uh, look, ladies and Ladies and germs. <laughs> Bring it home. Ladies and germs. Uh, you have been listening to Being Jim Davis. You know how to whistle, don't you, Steve? You just put your lips together and record a Garfield recap podcast every day for the remainder of your natural life. Mm-hmm. Um, you can... Look, John, let's say that I love Being Jim Davis but I don't understand anything about the internet or podcasting, how do I subscribe to this podcast? Oh, you're asking me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, here, bring your phone over here, and I'll, uh-huh. I'll show I'm you. Hearing, I'm, I'm li- hearing this podcast. Apparently, it's being played <laughs> at a shop I'm in or something, and I want to subscribe. I don't know how, because apparently I'm not from this century. How would I go about doing it? Yeah, it's super easy. Just give me, you lend me your phone for a second. I'll, okay. I'll just, I'll just do it for you. To subscribe to this podcast, go to wherever John is, give him your phone. Also, it's really your, clo- quicker. your it's clothes, quicker your way. boots, and your motorcycle. It's, it's much faster. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. going to probably have to download an app. I could show you how to do it, but yeah. It's just, I, I think it's easier for both of us if I just do Thank it for you. you. Thank you for listening. And good night. We'll catch you next time. was brought to you by the pitch drop podcast network like what you just heard support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop and while you're at it check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows